Welcome to Kick It In Local, I am Johnny Kekko and this podcast is all about focusing and highlighting the football community in South Australia. We have some high quality people right here in South Australia running some of our clubs, running some academies and they've all got this great experience to share with the community here in South Australia. And today I'm joined by the Technical Director of State League Two Side Vipers FC and also the Director of his own academy, Karuska Academy. It's Marcello Karuska. Thank you so much for joining me. No worries, thanks for the invitation. Now, I'm really looking forward to chatting to you because you've had a big career in football, almost 20 years in the game. Now you're involved in the local game in South Australia um, with Vipers FC and also your own academy. Yep. So I'm looking forward to chatting about Karuska Academy and also your time at Vipers. But yep. firstly, I want to know a little bit about your role because I've spoken to other technical directors and it seems that the role varies from club to club. Yeah, basically I start like a year ago. Um, I have a conversation with the president, Adiamo, and basically he he said to me, we want people like you in the, in the, in my, in the club to help the coaches and help the kids to get better in soccer. And one of the things that uh, ring the bell to me and I decided to go there because he said to me, you are the experts, you make all the decisions about soccer in our club. So we won't interfere. So once he said that, and I saw uh, good facilities, a small club, Always been around since I retired around clubs, and I and I I th- I thought this was a club to to start something different, implementing my my mm. football philosophy, and yeah, we started the journey one year ago, and, and it's, it's going amazing. I'm very very happy uh, with the decision yeah. I made. Is there a little bit um, of paths crossing between Karuska uh, Academy and? Vipers FC a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Basically, what I want to do is to to create a, a different pathway for the kids. Yep. So basically, we got kids at the academy that train with us once or twice a week. And after we got Vipers that the kids train two, two times uh, a week, like every club. So we want the kids, part of my philosophy is that we want the kids to to train more, to so spend more time on the ball. I yeah. think it's the only way they, they can get better. And there is not many... Uh, scenarios when the kids can spend time with the ball. So we create these four or five days a week for the kids that they want to get better and want to to take the football to the next level. And I think it's working very, very, very well. The connection with the club is fantastic. We got kids from uh, different clubs. Uh, don't have to be for don't have to play for Vipers to be part of my academy, because my objective since I started academy was to help the kids, sharing the knowledge with them. Help us more kids as we can uh, to to reach the the potential. Also to to follow the dreams that I was uh, I was a kid when I was young. I would have the same uh, dream. So now I'm I'm trying to help them to get there. And you have got a lot of experience. So for a lot of those kids, it'd be great for them to learn from someone like you. And I want to talk a little bit more about your time at Vipers FC and. Uh, also Karuska Academy later in the podcast but firstly I want to go back to you uh, I could we could be here for days talking about your <laughs> career over um, your time in South America and also your short stints in uh, Europe as well but I want to talk about your, when you came to Australia because this is a, a podcast about the Australian uh, South Australian football community 
But when you first came, you came straight to LA United, played over 100 games, uh, won the grand final with them as well. You had a, an, um, a good career at LA United. Unfortunately, you moved on to other um, A-League teams as well. Yep. But when you came to Australia, LA was your first club. Did you know much about Australian football before coming here? No, nothing, nothing. at all. Nothing at all. Just when I received the offer from my agent, I called one of my uh, ex-teammates. I played with him uh, in the Argentinian under-20s. Uh, Patricio Perez, that uh, he was playing for Gold uh, Gold Coast um, Mariners. Yep. Uh, back in I don't know 2000, maybe 10 or yep. eight, something like that. And, and he gave me very good feedback about Australian football, and uh, this is what the, the the only thing I knew before I came here. Yep. So what was your impression when you came to Australia and play? Was it a bit of a shock to the system with the different style? Because we're not obviously as, um, is it, we're more physical than... Yeah, yeah, look, um, I guess playing in different clubs in Argentina and playing in, in, in Europe as well, um, you see that it's not as professional as it is in, in other countries. Yep. Um, for... I don't know a lot of details that happen during the during the training sessions on games, um, because it's another culture, it's yeah. a different culture, and, and it's, it, when I came here, it was a bit difficult to settle, especially for the first, let's say, six months, it was a bit uh, hard to, I don't know, to start eating earlier, yeah. to go everything <laughs> yeah. was closed after six o'clock, those kind of things that uh, make your your life uh, different, mm. and need to change habits and. And at the start, you 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 don't understand things that after become a part of your life. Yep. So now, I remember one uh, story always with uh, Peter Kitty. That he was a very good friend of us, and he was the the doctor, the the physio at the time. And he was telling me I put the kids at bed at seven, and I sometimes I don't <laughs> see the kids. And I said to him, oh, "You you are crazy, man! You can't do that. How you cannot see your kids?" Yeah. Um, before, after you came from from your from work, he said they need to go to bed earlier. They need to go to to bed at seven. I said, okay, I don't understand why why you do that. So now, after almost ten years being here, I put the kids at seven, and I sometimes I don't see the kids after coming from work. Yeah. So those kind of those type of things that uh, happen, I, I, I thought I have when I when I was here when I was maybe the first six months or one year. Yeah, now I'm I'm an, an another Aussie, you know. I'm yep. doing the same thing, so I create the habits, and uh, I'm very happy to be here. So the lifestyle over um, in South America is a lot different, I'm assuming, than than here. So very different. Yeah, very different. So kids stay until late, maybe yep. 10, 11. It's a bit different story. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. I'll, see, I would love to be uh, living in South America <laughs> as a kid. Staying up past uh, ten o'clock would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you play LA United. Your career there, what was it for yourself? What was it like playing for a club like LA United? Because they're the only LA team here in South Australia. So what was it like for you being a part of the uh, that, that club during that period? Because there was an ups and downs during your peri- your time at that club. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it was another experience in my life when yep. I decided to come here. We came with my wife to see, to have another experience, to be honest. And after we started loving the club, loving the, the country, the city, uh, the lifestyle, everything, and in soccer in at Adelaide United, we were doing well. I was happy. Mm. I was playing. I was 
with confidence. I didn't have many injuries, so I was I was happy playing, uh, and also my my family was happy as well. I, I, at the time, I had my youngest son was eleven year, eleven months, um, and was a was an, an amazing experience uh, to be part of of the club, especially after everything we won with the club for mm. the first time, with the FA Cup, the the, the grand final here in Adelaide as well. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm very grateful with with the club and be part of the history of the club is is amazing. Fans love you for um your period you had at the club, you stint there, and for myself as well. That that moment of the grand final was one of my favourites, and the FFA Cup was up there until we won the grand final two years later because uh, that was our first uh, proper trophy that yeah. we actually we won. But for you as a player, what did it actually mean? Because we saw what it was like in the uh, in the club rooms after the, with the press conference when everyone just stormed in. <laughs> but what was it actually like for you being part of that moment as a player? Yeah, as a player, uh, having won a lot of trophies. So that was, uh, was special because uh, I was part of... Uh, of a very nice group of people, very good people around since uh, coaching staff, players, uh, medical staff, everyone at the office as well. Uh, we, we go we have a very good relationship and I think one of the one of the reasons that why we won it because of that because we outside the field where we were very close and, yep. um, and for was was very nice experience uh, I was playing i was uh, one of the the captain of the team as well so it was special for me and you um you talk about that moment it was very a very tight-knit team then it obviously changed for a little bit but then now it's good to see you back involved in the club in some way um we uh, i love how all the old players are coming back mm-hmm. is are you enjoying being uh, invited back to the club to have a little bit of a um yeah. involvement yeah, yeah, of course, of course. It's been almost three, four years that we are doing the school clinics with mm-hmm. the club as well, with the academy. We create a partnership that works very well. Uh, been always to, to the games and uh, do some friendly games as well. We're going to play one in a couple of weeks uh, against uh, Police Force, I think, again. So get together. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's nice, you know, get, we always remember that you have good memories at the club and it's good to get all together sometimes. And yeah, so I think even now that I'm finished, I'm retired, uh, I, I'm still involved with the club. It's great. It's good to see. And like other ex-players that have all stayed in Adelaide, um, a lot of import players come to Australia to play. Stay here, become an Australian citizen. We've seen Isaias recently become an Australian. Yep. But uh, talking retired players, Marcos Flores, Cassio, and now yourself, yep. um, all call Adelaide home now and have your own academies um, and doing your own things here now. What's, um, what is one of the reasons why you guys, I know the lifestyle, you guys love it, but you've started a family, you've called Adelaide home and you started your own academies to help the, the local community grow in yep. football. What's, um, what's some of the reasons why you guys decide to stay here? Uh, there is a lot of reasons. One is uh, lifestyle, like you yeah. said. Uh, the f- I think the main reason for my family is because I can see my my kids in the future having more opportunities and grow in a mm. great country, uh, 
good society, good people around. Uh, everything works perf perfectly, and uh, and if you work hard, you can achieve whatever you want here in Australia. Uh, that's why uh, we we decide to stay. In terms of the why we set up an academy, I don't know. In my opinion, I did it because since I came here, I didn't see a lot of experienced yeah. people or coaches around kids, and I saw that since we start doing some clinics or going to 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 clubs to to coach kids and those kind of stuff when when we were playing and yeah i see an, an opportunity there for 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 the ex-players i think we got this responsibilities we can set to share the knowledge with kids i think yep. is is important and as i said because there is not many uh people or ex-players coming from overseas or have a lot of experience I think it's uh, it's good for for Adelaide to have people like like us helping the kids. Yeah. Uh, we we don't know everything, of course. I'm very young. I'm learning every day. Uh, but with those uh, 16 years playing as professional, I've been involved in football for my whole life. Uh, I think I got uh, enough knowledge to to help kids to to follow the dreams. And I want to talk about your academy a little bit later on because there's a couple more things I want to talk about before that. So when you guys uh, came to Australia, was there ever um, was there ever a feeling like you, you might call Australia home, or were you just purely coming in for the <coughs> just just to play football? No, just to play football. Yeah, yeah, we came just to play football. As I said, it was just to have a different experience. I've been in Argentina uh, for I was for the last three years since I came from Mexico. Was playing there, and I want to. I want to change, yep. and uh, that's why we came here. So let's see what happened over there. And yep. um, yeah, we we love the city. As I said, we start loving the lifestyle, and we decide to stay after maybe three, three, four years. We start, we decide to to stay, which is a very big decision uh, because our family mm. is over there. But yeah, as I said, for my kids' future, uh, I think it was uh, the right decision to make. And uh, you played in your um, you played in the uh, 2003 FIFA World Youth Championships alongside uh, Carlos Tevez. Yep, um, he is a, a well-known name in uh, in football. But you also got to play against him in the A League All Stars. I want to bring yeah. that up because there's talk of the uh, A League All Stars making a comeback because yeah. it copped a lot of uh, criticism <laughs> when it first started. Uh, almost over 10 years ago now and uh, you were a part of both of those yep. against Manchester United and also Juventus with uh, Carlos Tevez what was it like for you playing uh, for an A-League All-Stars um, game? That was great it was an honour to be part of that team uh, especially the second time when I was uh, playing uh, in the first 11 with uh, Del Piero yeah. that was amazing playing against Juventus in, uh, in Sydney with a, a lot of people watching us, um, uh, I think it was a, an amazing experience. Mm. And uh, playing against players like Carlos Tevez, uh, I know Pogba, uh, people that uh, still playing in a high level, is, it was was nice, it was amazing. I left out a few names out of that, because it was, yeah, Buffon, um, Pielo, uh, Pogba, and also Carlos Tevez, and many more in that team. And also on your team, you had Alessandro Del Piero. Yeah. Um, but you scored within the first 10 minutes and got got one past uh, Buffon to get the um, the opener for the game. Yeah, What was that experience like for you scoring that goal? Yeah, look, <laughs> it's great. All once you play, you... You want to do well, and if you score better, uh, so I, I, 
especially those kind of big games uh, motivate you to be to play as your highest mm. and I think I I have a good really good game that day and yeah I was lucky to to score the goal against Buffon so I can tell yeah. my my kids one day <laughs> yeah that was a, it was a good game because a lot of clubs come to Australia and they don't really bring their full yeah. full strength squad but they yeah. had all Stars galore. It yeah. was good. Yeah, very tough game. We lost in the last couple of minutes, what 3-2 was. Uh, but it was a very, very nice game to watch and to play as well. Yeah, did Carlos uh, Tevez remember you from the your yeah, youth, yeah, yeah. youth days as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we exchanged the, the shirt after yep. the game. We were talking when the game finished. Uh, yeah, we, we spent a couple of years in the youth uh, system in Argentina. Playing, playing together, training yeah. for the under twenties, uh, qualify and and after for the World Cup. So yeah, we got uh, have good memories. That's cool. And um, now they're gonna they're talking about reinventing it and bringing it back potentially this year. What for you as a player? Do you think it's a great concept um, to have something like that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's good. It's mm-hmm. good, and it's uh, something else. For, for the fans to get involved and to to see like for example now is Manchester United coming it would be great to to create a team and play against them for example yeah. or this big team that come to Australia so people get more involved get excited they have a lot of kids in the academy that I'm telling me they're gonna go to to watch a game so yeah. th- those kind of things bring the game up and the people start watching more, more football mm. that is more support around uh, A League which is what we need absolutely we need more support and uh i think it'll be a great a great thing because having one club like melbourne victory play against manchester united or la united play liverpool only that club's going to watch those that game yeah exactly whereas if all stars are watched because yourself and also galakovic uh, galakovic were in that um mm-hmm. in that team and also some of the best like del piero and all that it was it was a great time to be uh, an A-League fan, I think, back then as well. Yeah, yeah, it was Shosin Gambao as well, the coach, uh, Berisha. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of good players mm. from, from every club. Yeah. That, that is what we bring all the A-League fans together. And now we are, you finished, you played um, for a long period in Adelaide, in the A-League for Adelaide United. You left Adelaide um, and went off to uh, a couple of other stints uh, at other clubs in the A-League. But then once you retired, it was a couple of years later, you retired, I'm not retired, but retired from professional football. Yep. And you came to Adelaide and you went to West Adelaide and played four games um, for them in the local competition. Yep. What was it like for you being uh, in the, a professional competition like the A-League and then uh, stepping down and playing in a, um, a league like the NPL? Yeah, um, it was different. It was very, very different comparing with A-League. Um, so one of the reasons I... I didn't play much and I played only four games because of the lack of professionalism, I guess. Um, yeah, and I went there because uh, West Adelaide was doing the new facilities yep. and I was uh, setting up uh, my academy there. I was uh, my, my thought when I came back and after two years, I started my academy two years before that. So yep. I was thinking to... To build my academy, those facilities would yep. be amazing. And yeah, and after I saw still the facilities are not finished after three, four years. Yeah. So <laughs> that's one of the reasons I 
yeah, I decided to to stop and I focus only in my yep. my business. It was the the academy and focus only in the kids because at the same time I was doing both things and wasn't enjoying the yep. the football. So yeah, it was uh, I always make a decision to finish and don't yep. play anymore is difficult, but I think it was the right thing to do. Do you think if you had chosen another club or a different league in Australia would you have uh, continued on or is it uh, never know never know it's difficult to say that um, but yeah when you enjoy playing football it's, yeah. it's different you have a different mindset when you're not enjoying anymore uh, everything changed so I was about to finish anyway when I didn't have the opportunity to get a contract in a league um, I started to think about retire. I say, okay, let's play one more year uh, and see what happened. And yeah, after f- two months, um, I made a decision, which I think was was uh, was okay because uh, I start focusing my academy uh, at the time, and you know how difficult it is to to establish and and grow a business. So um, I think it was a good decision. It, it was a good decision for the future of the game as well because, as you said, there was a lot of there's a lot of academies in Australia, but there's not as many as with as much experience as you have around the world. Not just here, you learnt here, or um, you're just from Australia, but it's great to have that experience from South America style of football, the European style that everyone um, has played over there. Now establishing their own academies here, so it's good to have that input now and change changing the way of uh, the kids the kids learn so for yourself now being um involved in the, the academy was it always something you were aspiring to do yeah always always when i was playing i was even playing uh, i was trying to help the youngest the younger of, of the team because i grew up that way i grew up when i started playing professional i was 17 18 years old and a lot of uh, all the players helping me a lot in my career um, and I when I was playing I was doing the same thing with the young group and when I retire I I decided to do that because I, I, I told you before I saw uh, an opportunity there for for me to share the experience with the kids and the kids to to learn a little bit more I don't know I, I as I said before I don't know everything but uh, I have a, a lot of experience and I my idea was to share that with, with the young kids and I think we are doing really well. And Karuska Academy, what um, what kind of uh, experiences do you offer at Karuska Academy? Yeah, so basically what we had different programs. We got the development program, which is uh, the one that everybody can come for every ability. And after we had a high-performance program like I created this year and it's for players uh, I picked and I choose from from trials or kids that come to the junior development program uh, that have a bit uh, more high skill level, let's say. Um, because I believe when we put players with similar abilities together, the development is, is much better. So that's why we I create that and, and have those options. And as I said, being at Vipers as well, uh, create that philosophy with, with a cl- within a club is is important and basically what we are trying to do is the kids in the development program that love the game and spend yep. time with the ball and and put the kids in, in game situations which is in very important so they can uh, 
decide, make good decisions on the field and, and stay all the time uh, in, in, in a game situation, let's yeah. say. Uh, also, we are focusing the technical part of the game and being technical player, always we focus on those those small details. And what I believe are part of the philosophy that we have, that the kids need to learn the, fun the fundamentals, the good way and the right technique from a young age. Because when you get older, to change a habit uh, is very, very difficult. So from young age, we teach the kids how uh, the technique should be. Um, uh, in a fine environment because for us if the kids don't have fun the kids don't enjoy mm. the session don't, don't make sense to run uh, an academy so in a fine environment we we have different um, uh, different programs and we we try to help the kids in different ways and also we want the kids to have experience overseas to go and compete you know yeah. those kind of trips that you remember for your whole life after mm. Uh, to create this experience uh, would be great, and and basically for us it's not only football. Uh, I haven't learned only about soccer, only the game. For us, is the main thing is to the kids learn life skills. Uh, this to be respectful, to be on time, to be commit with with something, to eat healthy food. Uh, all all those things that you learn through football for us uh, are the main thing. And you say you, uh, they learn through through game time is the best way to learn. Is that why you got, you, um, you're one of the academies that are involved in the academy competition yep. um, with Casio's <coughs> Academy? <coughs> uh, I think Flores was a part of the, yep. the first one as well. Yep. So you um, is that something you guys wanted to establish so you, it wasn't just kids learning drills and stuff like that um, on a, a couple of nights a week, but also give them that opportunity to play as well? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because in every... Every part of the world, we train for one year, the whole year. You have maybe a couple of months off, but you train. I've been training like that since I was a very young kid. And here we train only until September. The league is finishing September for the juniors and, and the mini roos. So we want, I want to create that. Uh, I don't know I, what I experienced when I was young. I want the kids to have the same experience. And I think this competition is, is, is very good for kids. Uh, of course, not everybody can do that. But uh, we with competition, you create a winning mentality. You see how the kids react when they lose games, when they win games. We need, we need to teach a kid to be humble, you know, to, yeah. to, to deal with emotions, to understand about frustration, setbacks, how to manage those things. I think it's great, um, and we did it uh, this year as well. The preseason tournament that was was very, very good for 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 everyone, for the kids. It's a good learning experience for for the coaches as well. So I think, as I said before, when we start the the interview, uh, as more the kids get involved with the ball, better for us. This is a tournament. It's a training. Uh, it's just games with the club. Uh, I don't care for which club the kids play, I want them to get uh, time on the ball. This is the only way they will learn. Some parents um, with the with putting their kids into an academy, academy, or <coughs> you say you don't care what club they play for, but w do you think they should, if they can only afford one, will it be to put them into a club or an academy? What's, what is the, the better option to start them out into, uh, into uh, the world of football? Look, uh, everyone has different opinions. Yeah. Uh, it's like everything. If you 
come to academies, we are professionals. We've been around the game. Mm. We, all my coaches have accreditation. Uh, we, I, I create the philosophy of the academy. Uh, and I don't know. I know what we can offer. Um, and also I know what clubs can offer. That's why I saw different clubs doing things I wasn't agree with. And I went to one club to try to do my own thing. And I think uh, it's working very well. Uh, but every everyone is trying to do the best in the clubs. Uh, there is people that uh, don't know uh, much about the game and making wrong decisions. Yeah. And there's people that know and doing good things. So like everything, uh, there is clubs that are doing well, there is clubs not so well, but everyone in football has different opinions. As mm. I said, that I, my way of play or my philosophy uh, is not the only one or the one that is going to be the the kids are going to be superstars. It's my idea, it's my philosophy that I create for my 16-year experience and uh, could be one more. Everybody, everybody has different opinions. So the parents need to decide depending uh, what they believe is important for their kids. For for my kids, I have my kids also in my academy, and we teach the kids uh, not just to play football, more life skills. And yeah. I think this is what we need to be doing in every single club. Uh, but as I said, everyone uh, is different. It's good that you you're linking it up with Vipers FC. A little bit about their time, your time there quickly before we let you go as well. The um, Vipers FC. What's it like being involved now in a club? A state league two club in the seniors and all in that department now, not yeah. just looking after the the next generation. It takes a lot of time. Yep, <laughs> it's uh, tiring, uh, but it's nice. It's, it's amazing. Uh, it's an experience that I want to start, and I did one year ago, trying to help the seniors with the first thing. We got match. Ibrahim, uh, which is a coach, first team coach, which is an amazing coach, and he's helping the the team, the club, uh, especially with the with the seniors, and also he's involved with the juniors as well, helping uh, the the thirteen, fifteens, and and eighteens, um, and 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 after my role is to help the kids and more to coach the coaches. I think this is what we need to. Uh, do a bit more in every single club, coach coaches, because as we know, uh, there is a lot of parents that don't have, didn't play or don't have the experience. So uh, as an experienced uh, coach, we need to coach them, help them to understand how to de teach the kids, how to... Um, there is a, someone said to me one day, first you need to connect and after you need to correct. And this is what we need to do: connect with the kids, have a good have a good relationship with them, enjoy the game with them, and after start coaching them and, and helping them in a football wise. So, um, as I said, I can talk about what we are doing at Vipers, what we are doing at the academy. Uh, I'm very happy with the process. Uh, as I say, it's a lot of hard work, but uh, when you see the kids learning and we see the smile of the kids' face. Uh, it's wonderful. So, and uh, Vipers FC have the largest followers on Facebook out of all of the clubs in uh, 
in the NPL, Stat League 1, Stat League 2. So have you noticed the support from the, the fans, the players, the um, um, volunteers at the club when, you, yeah. when you've entered the, uh, the club over a year ago? Yes, yes. Um, look, we, we, are, we are growing. It uh, takes time to grow a club. I think since we start, uh, since I started last year, uh, it's been a good journey. There's yeah. a lot of kids come to the club, a lot of new families as well. Uh, I don't, I didn't see, uh, I don't follow much the social media to be honest, but uh, I like to, to see the parents, to talk with them, to, to see the families and, and, and get feedbacks from parents as well is important. Yeah. Uh, like like in everything, you need to see how the parents are. If yep. the parents are happy, the kids are happy. You are doing a good job. If the parents are complaining and the kids are not happy, mm. they are not enjoying it. You need to change things. But so far, we are the parents are very happy at the club. Uh, so it looks like we are doing a good job. So <laughs> we need to keep growing, as I said, bring more people to the to the club, and bring in a lot of. Uh, play from from Adelaide United. Current players that mm. now came to talk with the kids every week, which is fantastic. And I I see ex players also get involved in 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 juniors at different clubs. And this is what we we need to achieve here in in South Australia. Trying uh, that soccer players or the player that play now, the one that finish uh, get involved because it's a I believe. Is is a, a good way to keep helping the, the the new generation. I've noticed that a lot more players since your generation of leaving LA United and um, and the A League have started to get more involved in local clubs. Was that a thing? Did you notice it was um, there was as many doing it back when you were playing as to now? So it's difficult to say. When you're playing, you are get you are focusing playing. Yep. You don't. I haven't. I don't remember. It's a lot. There were a lot of players i don't think so because since i retired i saw more players but yeah i don't know exactly uh, to be honest but yeah like you mentioned before casio marcos flores um uh, galekovic now is also uh, involved in a club uh, uh yeah i think um, there is a lot of people now more, more involved i'm they, they, I think they see exactly where, where, where I, and uh, I see in every club that they, we, they need our help, and, and I think we, we, we should be doing that. Uh, everyone is different, you know. When you finish, you can do whatever you want, uh, but as more people we have with knowledge and experience, better for the kids. So and, that's yep. why we're here. And do you think, just lastly, before I let you go, the the connection between the local game and LA United, do you think it's a lot closer now than where it was? Because we got, most recently, um, Damian Murray mm-hmm. from FK Beergrad is now the uh, assistant, assistant coach, coach for LA United, whilst still being <clears throat> the head coach of FK Beergrad. Do you see that connection um, a bit closer than what it was, say, 10, 10 years ago? Yeah, yeah, could be. I think there is a lot of more players, uh, young players, which is fantastic. They're having a lot of opportunities. That is, uh, mm. this is amazing for South Australia. Uh, and yeah, those kind of uh, coaches coming to Adelaide United as well, getting involved there uh, is great. I don't know, comparing with 10 years ago, mm. but uh, I can see... Uh, more opportunity for young kids which yep. is for for me well, 
my my dreams is just start coaching. Mm. I want to see more kids in, in the first team at Adelaide United. So it's a long process. It's a long journey. But uh, if you love it and you help the kids the yep. right way, I think we can keep developing a lot of good players. Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate your insight into the local game, your time at Vipers and also your Karuska Academy as well. So uh, thank you for that. And also, before I let you go, I've got to do the kicking it questions. There's a, a couple of questions I ask all my guests every yep. time I talk to them. Uh, you, it's going to be a bit hard because you've you've probably already done. There's normally a hypothetical uh, answer, but mm-hmm. a question. But uh, you've already done. I reckon you've done most of these already. So, who would you like to kick a football with on the park? Anyone in the world? You've already kicked it with Alessandro Del Piero, uh, Carlos Tevez. Pl- player. Yep. Anyone in the world? Uh, There's surely a couple that you probably haven't been able yeah, to. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's a good question. Um, Mbappe, maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one, actually. Yeah, it's a very, very yeah. good player. Very talented. He's uh, young, but um, yeah, you could be one. You never know. Still time for him to come back to Australia and uh, <laughs> maybe come in for the last old change as well. And the last one is uh, who would you kick it with? So like relax with on a Saturday night and watch some football. Anyone? So someone locally and then someone international. Locally. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's say Bruno Fornaroli. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he'll be good. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> we we play together. He's a friend of mine. So uh, let's say him. Um, a Messi. A Messi. That'd be good. That good. Be good joy. Yep. Or trio. Is we that can sorry? Yeah. <laughs> have a barbecue, Argentinian barbecue together. It would be good. Nice. I'm gonna have to jump in on that one. And <laughs> if that's the case, gotta love a uh, good Argentine uh, barbecue. So thank you so much for joining me, Carlosca. I really appreciate your time, taking your time out of your busy schedule. No worries. And so um, hopefully, anyone listening out there will want to get involved in football and or get their kids involved in football can come and see you at Carlosca Academy and get yep. their kids involved there, and also at Vipers FC. Yep, definitely. Thank you very much for your time. That was the technical director of Vipers FC and also the director of Carlosca Academy. Make sure you subscribe to Kicking It Local wherever you get your podcasts so you can get a taste of the SA football community. Plus, follow at Kicking It Local SA on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss any of the action. See you soon.